Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Yes. All my sins have been forgiven. I've been washed. I've been washed by the blood. Hallelujah. I tell you, that's where my hope is. Amen. My hope is in Jesus. Hallelujah. He's the answer. He is the answer. Hallelujah. He's our hope. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. You have to learn to put your hope and your trust in Jesus. Hallelujah. No matter how appealing it is to put your hope in man, don't. Because the arm of flesh will always fail you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Come with, with offering my nice ushers in their ties. We'll provide the offering. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Good. We are in church. Let's learn some scriptures. I hope there's a scripture to be learned today. This one? This is long, man. But it's easy. Luke 4, 18. Go. Luke 4, 18. On me. Because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. Luke 4, 18. Let's take it again. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Wow. By Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. All right. Last week, we started talking about light. The Christian as a light. Hallelujah. And we had, this is a prayer service, so we, we teach and we pray. Amen. So we're going to teach a little bit and we'll pray. Hallelujah. So we started talking about you as a light. That there must be something about you. And the scripture was that Jesus said, let your light shine before men. That they may see your good works. And glorify your Father which is in heaven. Show us that scripture. Hallelujah. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. 
Let therefore your light shine so before men that they may see your good works and give glory to the Father. Hallelujah. Jesus said that let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. So Jesus is saying that as a Christian, as a born again Christian, because Jesus is a light. John is a light. And say so you are also a light. And he said that as a Christian, your light must shine. Okay? Your light must shine. Okay? Okay? Before men. So that when they see your good works, they will give glory to your Father. Hallelujah. So the Bible is telling that there must be something about us that when people see, they will say glory to God. And I think it's a good, it's a good prayer. Hallelujah. It's a good testimony in your life that when people see something about you, they will say glory to God. Hallelujah. You must have a testimony in your life that when people hear, they will say glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you here with me, church? So it means that, and obviously, there are also some things about you that when people hear, they will say, oh my God. Oh my goodness, man. Now, neither should there be things about you that when they say, they say, and you go to church, I ain't going to that church anymore. Hallelujah. But there must be some things about you. Jesus said that there must be something about you that when people see, they will see. And obviously, what do you think is about you that people see they'll give glory to God? Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? No, you, you have, let's think about the scripture very carefully. What is it about us that when people see, do you think that when people see that you are sick, they'll give glory to God? Huh? You think when people see that you are broke, they'll give glory to God? Do you think when people see that you are divorced, they'll give glory to God? Hallelujah. It means that there must be something in our lives that when people see, they are impressed. Hallelujah. So let your light shine so that when people see your ministry, they'll give glory to God. Are you hearing me? When people see your healing, they'll give glory to God. When people see your results on the exams, they'll give glory to God. Do you think if you get an F, they'll say glory to God? Hallelujah. When people see your children doing well, they'll say glory to God. Hallelujah. When people see your patience, they will say, glory to God. When people see your ability to forgive, they will say, glory to God. Hallelujah. Or even, when people see how good you look, they will say, glory to God. Hallelujah. Let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good works. Something good about you. That gives glory to God. Hallelujah.
Your good works. Your good works. Hallelujah. When people see the way you give, they will say glory to God. Hallelujah. When, the people, when people see the way you are taking care of other people, they will say glory to God. Because you are not only concerned about yourself, but you are also concerned about others. When they see your good works, they will say glory to God. Hallelujah. So we talked about you as a light. And we, and, and we said, look, when it comes to light, there are greater lights and there are lesser lights. Hallelujah. Some people's lights shine brighter than others. Hallelujah. And I pray that your light, your light will shine brighter. As I pray that your light will shine brighter. You see, when your light is bright, it can be seen from afar. Hallelujah. So far, the people who can see your light are your neighbors. Even your children cannot see your light. The light is very dim. Hallelujah. But may your light shine brighter. I, I, Christian, I say, may your light shine brighter. May people from afar see your light. Hallelujah. So far, your light, even your children can see. That's why your husband, he hasn't seen the light at all. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your husband has not seen the light at all. Hmm? Hallelujah. So, we started talking about some, things, some prayer topics or some things that can make your light shine. Remember? Or you, you have forgotten? What was the first one we talked about? Obedience. Obedience. You see, obedience to God's word will make you shine brighter. Hallelujah. Stop, st- stop struggling with God's word. Hallelujah. Neither should you use your life as an experiment. Don't use your life as an experiment. You see, it's too expensive for an experiment. Hallelujah. Don't use your life as an experiment to prove that the word of God is right. Can I get an amen in the church? Just obey. Hallelujah. The Bible says, if you are willing and obedient... You will eat the good of the land. Why do you always want to argue? They say submit. So it's not. I mean, no, 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 no. They say give. They say pray. Like everything about God's word, you want to argue. You see, when you argue, the Bible will be proven right, but in a negative way. Hallelujah. So obedience, Amen. And what was the next one? Humility. 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 The Bible says, humble yourself. Humble yourself. Look, one of the greatest things that God, one of the greatest traits you can have, okay, even if you don't pray much, one of the greatest things that will promote you in life is humility. Oh, yes. Even, even if you're not the type who knows how to pray much. Because, you see, nobody can stand a proud person, including you. You don't like proud people. You do like proud people. Nobody can, you see, nobody likes a proud person. Nobody, including you. 
Nobody likes someone who is proud. Everybody hates somebody who challenges you. I mean, it, when I was growing up, one, one of the last things that you should ever, never do before my mother is to talk about when she's talking. <laughs> even what she is saying, even if you have a good point, don't talk back. <laughs> I, my mother. So she will hit you. Bye. Then you ask, why are you hitting me? You say, I'm hitting you because of what I'm saying, but because you are talking back. The reason for the punishment is the talk back, not what. <laughs> Mama! Hey! And there's no, there's no DC people to call. And she will hit you with any, any nearest object. Any nearest object. So if the nearest object is a pan, a broom, a stick, anything near, <laughs> it will fly away. <laughs> You are hit. You are not hit. You are hit to the nearest object. Anything that is close by. Whether it is the hand and object. And the reason being because you are talking back. That's it. Nobody likes. You see. Nobody likes proud people. Including you. You don't even like proud person. Nobody likes. And the Bible says God resists the proud. Hallelujah. God resists the proud. Hallelujah. Yeah. God resists the proud. God cannot stand proud people, but he exhausts the humble. Hallelujah. Even the policeman doesn't like proud people. Even the police. Look, you are far, you are, you are more likely to, I learned that thing the hard way. When a policeman stops you, don't argue. Do not. No justify. As soon as they come to the window, say, Officer, I'm sorry. Officer, I'm sorry. I know I was doing this. That, that, that. Immediately you take that tone. They, they go down. But the last thing they want is when they come. <laughs> Excuse me? Why? Is it because I'm black? That's right. Don't bother. Just be gentle. Officer, it works for me. Oh, officer, I'm sorry. You know, I was a little tired. I was, I was a little, you know, I'm not sure. Anyway, please, I mean, just say something humbly. You will be surprised that even the most hard of them will just like, okay, this is a one. Don't do that again. Because the Bible said that a soft answer turn it away wrath. That is, what, that is why the last thing you should do when your husband is angry to say that, excuse me. Huh? When the guy is angry, then you look at him and say, look. Say what? Say what? You're angry, so what? That's not the time. That's not the time. A, humble, a, a, a soft answer. Humility will do you more good in life than anything. People like humble people. People like humble people. Yes, humility will take you far. 
Yes. You draw help. You draw comfort. You draw assistance. When you are humble. Yes. Hallelujah. And you must pray for humility. Yeah, you must pray for humility. And have a humble attitude. Hallelujah. Stop being proud. You see, it's better to say I don't know and help than to say that you know and fail. Because some people say, I know, I know, I know, I know. Even why you are failing. Yeah. Just say I don't know. So that someone will help you. Hallelujah. Because you see, a humble person, you see, a humble person has no problem learning. Number one. A humble, a humble problem has no problem admitting their shortcomings. You don't know how to cook. Your husband is always angry. Why don't you humble yourself and go to your friend and say, Hello, Charlie, show me how to make jollof. <laughs> because your pride is, your, your pride or, or your inability to make jollof is destroying your marriage. But you are feeling too proud to go to your friend and say, that, Look, it's not easy at home. I beg you. <laughs> Just show me how to make this jollof. So that you, you'll be taught how to do it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Your workplace. You are struggling with this thing at work. You don't know how to present this paper. But you are feeling too proud to ask your colleague because she came after you. Because the day you go and ask her how to teach me this, not only will she teach you, she will let everybody know that she taught you. <laughs> and that's your problem. It doesn't matter. She can let the whole world know. So long as you get her help, you are through. Humility. 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 A humble attitude always promotes you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Then what is the next one we talked about? Huh? Love righteousness and hate evil. Love righteousness and hate sin or iniquity. Love, righteousness, and hate iniquity. You see, I'm talking about things that will make you shine. Love, righteousness, and hate iniquity. Because sin has consequences. Amen. Am I talking to Christians in the church? Sin has consequences. Yeah. Don't be somebody who is so, you see, God will forgive you, but but like David, the effect may remain. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. The effect may remain. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9. Hebrews 1 9. 1 9. Thou hast loved righteousness 
and hated iniquity. You have loved righteousness. You have hated iniquity. Because of that behavior, God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Yeah. Because, you see, because you love righteousness and you hate sin, God has anointed you with gladness. That's why you are glad. Hallelujah. God gives you an anointing, an oil. Because you are somebody who loves righteousness and hates sin. Because sin, sin has consequences. Don't be somebody who is so easy to sin. Am I preaching to us? Yeah. Sometimes, you see, not sometimes, sometimes, most of the times, your problems, your depressions, your, it's because of your own mistakes. Your sins. Yeah. But love righteousness. Love righteousness. Love to do the right thing. Sometimes, sometimes the reason why you are afraid is because of what you did. So even though nobody is looking, you yourself, you are afraid. You are running away where there's nobody after you. It's your mistakes that are chasing you. Yeah. I love righteousness. Love righteousness. The Bible, says, the Bible says that he that has clean hands shall work stronger and stronger. Amen. Sometimes, because your hands are not clean. Your hands are not clean. That is why, look, a lot of your suspicion that people are talking about me, people are looking after me, people, somebody's looking into my business, is because you have something to hide. If you have nothing to hide, why are you worried about people looking into your business? If you have nothing to hide, do you care if your wife goes through your phone? It's a question. If you have nothing to hide, do you care if she goes through your phone? Then even the fact that you keep on changing your password, Your phone is under lockdown. Why do you keep on changing the password on your phone? Because you don't want her to know. But if you have nothing to hide, if all the messages is about work and church, who cares? Yeah. So, so, so you see that it's, 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 it's because your hands are not clean. Your hands are not clean. That is why you have created an atmosphere of stress. Yeah. If, if, if you are not doing any extra shopping, you are not shopping behind your, you are not shopping behind your husband's back, why are you hiding your receipts? <laughs> yes. I say, why are you hiding the receipts? Why is it a problem that when you come and your bag is your bag is tight. You even sleep with your bag tight. Or, or why is it that when you come home, you stop, you park your car in the parking lot, you go to the house, and then when he when he's there, you, you don't say anything. As soon as he goes to, you go and remove the things from. <laughs> you are telling me you hang them all in the closet, remove the tags, and mix it with the old ones. <laughs> Ah, 
I, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm learning. So you take it out. You take the tax off. You mix it with the old ones. <laughs> husbands, are, husbands are getting tired. Why do you even know this one? Yeah. Then, then he says, oh, I haven't seen this dress. Oh, it's been there for a long time. <laughs> no. Now we know. Now we know. Francis, now we know. <laughs> I didn't even know that, the, that you actually removed the tag. <laughs> wow. Now we know. Your hands are not clean. Hallelujah. If your hands are clean, you don't care who's looking after you, who's looking into your case. No. Because he that has clean hands works stronger and stronger. And God said, and God has given you the oil of gladness above your fellowship. That's why you are glad. That's why you don't wake up afraid. You don't wake up afraid because your hands are clean. You can explain every minute where you were yesterday. If you I can give you a rundown. I was here, I went here. I went here. I can give you a rundown of what I did 24 hours ago. But the, the reason why there are gaps. <laughs> gaps. Yeah. You have, you have what are called selective amnesia. You, you intentionally forget some things. I don't remember. <laughs> Well, I can't remember everything. I can't remember everything. Ah, you, you are lying. Ah, at this your age, you can't remember things? <laughs> nah. Hallelujah. My boss said, when you, be, when you love righteousness and hate sin, God actually, there's an anointing. God puts something on your life that makes you happy. He gives you the oil of gladness. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. God actually gives you an oil of gladness. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter who's investigating. You don't care. Hallelujah. So those are the three things we talked about last week, right? Okay. Another thing that will make your, your light shine. Okay. That will make your light shine. Is to pray for the spirit of excellence. Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princesses. Because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. What was in Daniel? Your horn represents your authority. I have been promoted. My horn is exalting the Lord. My mouth is enlarged. My mouth, my mouth is enlarged. Now, 
you see, my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies. It means that now I can, I can talk more than my enemies. My enemies have been shut up. Those who were laughing at me have all been silenced. May your enemies be silenced. I said, may your enemies be silenced. May those who are laughing at you, may their mouth be shut. Yeah. And let me tell you something. God can bless you that your enemies will shut their mouth. There's nothing more they can say. And Hannah was saying, look, my enemies have been shut up. My horn has been exalted. I'm not high up. Now I sit on top. Now I have a better job. Now I have a better husband. Now I have a child. Now I've been promoted. And those who are laughing at me, they've been shut up. May God shut up your enemies. I said, may God shut up your enemies. Hallelujah. Amen. And the reason is because, you see, because is another way to say, the reason is, when you see the English word because, it is like, because, the reason is, the reason why my enemies have been shut up, my, I have been promoted, is because I rejoice in thy salvation. Because I rejoice in thy salvation. I am happy in salvation, in your salvation. Because God has only one aim. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him will not perish. God has only one reason why he sent Jesus Christ to die to save mankind. So anybody who is interested in salvation, God is interested in I hear me. Anybody? So long as you are interested in salvation, souls, God is interested in you. Because I didn't. You see, when, when you are involved in the project that I'm doing, then I'm interested in you. I hear me. Because I rejoice in thy salvation. Hallelujah. The fact that God saves is what makes me happy. Hallelujah. So if you're a Christian and you want God to shut your enemies or you want God to be promoted, then be interested in what God is interested in, which is salvation. Because I rejoice in thy salvation. Salvation makes me happy. That is why you must not you must continue to witness to people. Talk to people about the love of God. Invite people to church so that they can be saved. That is why God sent his son. Hallelujah. I hear me, church. Pray that you will be happy. You will be motivated by salvation. When you see somebody who is not saved, you will be concerned. Because that's why God sent his son. That's why Jesus came to die. So as you bring somebody
somebody to Christ, you are rejoicing in salvation. And because of that, God said, look, this person is interested in my business. Whatever I am doing, this person is helping me. And because this person is helping me, his interest is of interest to me. Hallelujah. Why do you think people get new appointments? Why do you think people get new appointments whenever there's a, a, a new government? Because they were the people who were interested in their campaign. Yeah. When I was running for presidency, you helped me, you were interested in my presidential run. And therefore, when I become the president, no wonder I make you a secretary of this. Or sometimes, even if they don't make you an official minister, the person is powerful behind the scenes. Yeah. And it will always be like that. You can't change it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're interested in him. Because you, were in, you helped with my campaign. And therefore, when I sit in the office, I'll make sure that you are okay. Hallelujah. That is why in this church, we can never stop. We will never stop soul winning. We will never stop talking about evangelism. I say we will never stop talking about evangelism. We will always talk about people to be saved. Because that's why God sent his son. Hallelujah. And I got to tell you something. Just as you are interested in those who help you, God is interested. Hallelujah. Hannah is saying that, look, my horn is exalted. Because I rejoice in thy, you see, in thy, Hannah is talking about salvation as souls who saved. Hallelujah. You saved me. You saved people. Hallelujah. So today we are talking about, we are, today we are talking about one, what are we talking about? The spirit of excellence and also to, to rejoice in salvation. Hallelujah. You're going to pray. These are prayer topics I'm giving you. Pray that God, God, give me a heart that is interested in souls. Some of us, our heart is not interested in souls at all. When you wake up from sunrise to sunset, your concern is only about you. You are not interested in whether the guy next door is saved. You are not interested whether the colleague at work is saved. You are not interested in whether you, the guy you sat on the subway is saved. You saw me last week. The guy who came to church. Dead. I sat with him on the flight from Amsterdam to JFK. Of course, I, I mean, I invited him to church. Because I'm interested in salvation. I don't know him from anywhere. I only met him on the plane. I haven't seen him before. I only saw him on the flight. Sitting next to each other. I'm talking about salvation. I invited him to church. Hallelujah. Are you interested in the souls of men? That's why God sent his son. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. My soul. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Look. I will tell you something that stop looking at men for promotion. Man can never promote you. Even your boss cannot promote you. Now, you make a mistake. Let me tell you something. If your boss is being nice to you, because God has touched his heart. The heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So real promotion, it comes from God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 75 verse 6. Yeah. Psalm 75 verse 6. Just in case you don't know what I'm talking about. It says, for promotion, this verse, it says, for promotion, okay? For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. No, 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 promotion does not come from the east, the west, no, no. Promotion does not come from any of these areas. Hallelujah. Next one. But God is the judge. He put it down one and he set it up another. God is the one who can say that you stand like this or you lie like this. At the end of this, God will decide. God can make this one lie like this or can make this one lie like this. So stop looking from the east, the west, your boss, your mother, your family, your background, your education, your skin color. Promotion does not come from that area. Hallelujah. You are not promoted because of your accent. You are not promoted because of your education. Real promotion. At the end of the day, it says, for God is the judge. He put it down one. So if God said that today, this plant is this, it will remain like this. Nobody can change it. But if God says that from today, this plant is like this, that's it. So let us learn to put our trust in God. Amen. Are you hearing me, church? I say, are you hearing me, church? And do what makes him happy. And he said that, I rejoice in thy salvation. Even the girl who you are chasing. Look, if God says he doesn't like you, he will never like you. You can buy her Hyundai, Toyota, Mercedes, Blue. He won't like you. Mercedes. But if God puts in the heart to like you, even when you buy her McDonald's, you say, wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Hallelujah. So we have a short prayer time today. Ten minutes of prayer. We're going to pray for Pray for promo. We're going to pray for the spirit of excellence and a heart for sal- souls. Kalimasa, can I get it, people? Lift up your prayer. Pray, pray that God will give you a spirit of excellence. God will make you give you an spirit of excellence, O oh God, and also g- give you a heart for souls, O oh God. For in Daniel was found a spirit of excellence. I want to hear everybody pray. pray for yourself. You see, pray for yourself. God, that I may have the spirit of excellence, oh God. In my area, in my field, oh God. We are asking for an excellent spirit. An excellent spirit. 
an excellent spirit. Guys, pray. Let's pray. I want to hear you pray. Ask God that God give me a spirit of excellence, O God. That I will be excellent, O God. That I will do it. In my, in, in my marriage, in my school, in my job, in my family. I want to hear the saints pray. Oh, pray for a spirit of excellence, oh God. That I will do well, oh God. Let there be funny in me. A spirit of excellence, oh God. The spirit of excellence, oh God. And also a heart for souls. And a heart for souls. And a heart for souls, oh God. In my, oh, in my ministry, in my business, oh God, in my church, oh God, in my marriage, oh God, with my children, oh God, in my school, in my school, a spirit of excellence, oh God, a spirit of excellence, oh God. I want to hear you pray. I want to hear you pray. Oh, I pray, oh God. Oh, for a spirit of God. For souls, oh God. A heart 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 I rejoice in thy salvation of God. Oh, holy hands, lift up holy hands. Kilama sukataya, brukata nalia mama sekete, brakete kapakata nalima mejende, rakati nalima sukata nalia baba. Father, hey, for he said in Daniel, in Daniel was found a spirit of excellence, O oh God. 
and Daniel was found a spirit of excellence for God. This morning, oh God, we lift up holy hands of God before you, oh God. Say that, yea, that the same spirit that was in Daniel be found in us, oh God. The same spirit that was in Daniel be found in us, oh God. Oh God, Makila Oh, lift up holy hands of God. And Father, we lift up our this morning, oh God, for a heart of souls, oh God. Oh, Hannah said, I rejoice. Hannah said, I rejoice in thy salvation. May we rejoice in your salvation. May we rejoice in your salvation. Oh, may we be concerned about soul winning, oh God. May soul winning become our passion, oh God. Bless your church, 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 oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you for a spirit of excellence in this congregation. May we excel in our field, in our areas, whether it be our school, our ministry, our marriage, our children, our business. Thank you for the spirit of excellence and a passion desire to win souls. May it never leave us. May we be concerned about the salvation of others. This we ask in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And let us say, say amen. Finally, with every head bowed. If you are here and you are not born again, the Bible says, for God so loved the world, that he sent his only begotten son. God sent not his son to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. What I want to say with you is that living this life without Jesus Christ is too difficult. There are so many challenges in this world that if God is not for you, you can make it. And after that, there's also eternity. There's heaven and hell. So if you are here and you are not born again, you are not saved, you have not given your life to Jesus Christ. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if you gain the whole world and loses your soul? This morning, if you are not a Christian, or you are not sure. Even sometimes you are not sure. You are not sure whether you are a Christian or not. If you are not, lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. If you are not sure, lift up your hand. Unless you are sure. But if you are not sure, please lift up your hand. And I want no movement. No movement. No movement. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork.org.
at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.